News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Now let's turn to the news that the UK Foreign Secretary Liz Truss is set to announce plans for legislation to rewrite the Northern Ireland Protocol. Speaking to broadcasters uh, during a visit to Northern Ireland yesterday, Boris Johnson said the UK needed to proceed with a legislative solution to the protocol as an insurance in case a deal is not reached with Brussels. Uh, Peter Cardwell, former special advisor to James Brokenshire and the talk radio presenter and political editor, joins us now. Peter, is it pretty much guaranteed that Liz Truss is going to announce this kind of unilateral move today, do you think? Yes, it won't necessarily be uh, a unilateral move. I think it will be proposals to change and there will be attempts to continue the negotiations with the EU, with Maros Sefcovic, who's her counterpart on the EU side, but very much a clear intention to legislate if that negotiation doesn't uh, prove to be successful, as it hasn't over the past 16 months or so. So, yes, there is the intention there, but from the DUP side, they're saying this actually isn't enough because they've, they say they've been in this position before with the UK government where they've promised things they haven't delivered. We remember that Boris Johnson said there would be a sea border over his dead body. That obviously did happen. So I think there's a lack of faith on many sides mm. of this argument. What's Boris Johnson's game plan? I think he wants changes to the protocol. I think he realises that the three elements of the Belfast Good Friday Agreement, the internal bit in Northern Ireland isn't working, the north-south bit in terms of the north-south bodies isn't working, and relations between the UK and Ireland are just not good at the moment on the kind of east-west side of things, the third strand of those three strands. So it's not working at the moment. Uh, Critics would say, of course, he signed up to this. Well, he did sign up to this. Yeah, well, I mean, that's perfectly reasonable criticism. Um, The provision in Article 16 is there uh, in the protocol to say if it isn't working, it can be triggered. That wouldn't be a breach of international law if it was triggered. But clearly there are real fears of a trade war. And a lot of people saying on a very basic level that what's happening at the moment is inconvenient for a lot of people, but it is working to some degree. But we're at a standstill. We're in the standstill period the imposition of greater tariffs and greater checks from October by the EU is the real fear. If you send a parcel from Birmingham to Belfast, you're going to have to fill in a customs declaration. And a lot of people feel that that just isn't okay in terms of um, in terms of the EU internal market. Uh, do you have uh, offered uh, compromises uh, on that, which the UK government don't seem willing to discuss? I mean, is there is there any unease around Westminster about the idea of the UK reneging on an international uh, agreement, one that was negotiated by the Prime Minister himself just a couple of short years ago? Well, it depends what they do. If they trigger Article 16... That's not, a, that's not reneging that Article 16 is in the protocol and it says if it isn't working economically for the benefit of people, well then Article 16 can be triggered. That's mm. not a breach of international law. The EU breaches international law all the time in terms of World Trade Organization rules. So I think there's a, I think there's a sort of fairly relaxed position on that. Also, Boris Johnson has received 
uh, advice from his attorney general, a woman called Ciela Braverman, who says that it wouldn't be a breach of international uh, law. Yeah, and, and I think there's a fair amount of scepticism about that. I mean, th- there can be no two well, ways well, about well, it, Peter. Neither of us are international lawyers. So, no, um, but we're I, I, neither are we stupid people either. And it's, it's quite clear what's happening here. Uh, I mean, it, this is tearing up an international agreement. Well, it's not tearing it up if you're triggering Article 16, because Article 16 is in the agreement itself. Um, if you certainly, you're right, if you legislate to uh, change parts of that, well then, yes, you are tearing up an international agreement. Um, Boris Johnson would argue that it's an international agreement that isn't working, that they've tried over 16 months to renegotiate with the EU, and the EU would argue, well, hold on a second, you signed up for this in the first place, why are you now trying to renegotiate something you signed up for? So, yes, there are lots of complex arguments on all sides. There's also worries about a trade war um, and worries, of course, about the peace process in Northern Ireland and the political process. Um, but, uh, of course, uh, Sinn Féin, Mary Lee MacDonald yesterday saying that Boris Johnson is out to, to kind of bail out the DUP. What is absolutely clear is that um, Boris Johnson is now focused on this. Um, he realises it's a problem. Uh, it has been neglected and sort of kicked, the can has been kicked down the road to uh, a huge degree um, for quite a number of months. Yeah. And the, the, but, but his the motivation, Peter, a, a lot of people, rightly or wrongly, this side of the RSC, question his motivation. And they, they say this is Boris Johnson bolstering his leadership by appealing to, to sort of Brexit brinkmanship. I think there's some uh, merit in that. I think that is probably true. Um, but at the same time, if you look at Northern Ireland and what's happening there, it's just not working. And there has to be some movement somewhere. Mary Lou MacDonald and Sinn Féin will say this is just about bailing out the DUP. The DUP will say, well, the protocol isn't working. And every unionist who was uh, elected to the Northern Ireland Assembly is against the protocol. Um, others would point out, well, a majority of people um, voted into the Assembly a week and a half ago or mm. for the protocol. So um, the, the, the question, I suppose, is how the protocol actually works. At the moment, um, businesses are saying it's okay, uh, but from October when that standstill period uh, happens, we're dealing with a lot more friction between Northern Ireland and the rest of the UK, so its territorial integrity is is a problem for many people. Peter, final question, how do you see this uh, playing out? I mean, obviously a bit of um, sabre-rattling going on at the moment, but I mean, will it lead to, I mean, could we we see a full trade war between the, the UK and the EU? Could it lead to that, or do you think there'll be some kind of compromise cobbled together? I think there'll be some kind of compromise cobbled together. I think that given the Ukraine situation, given the cost of living situation, it is not in Europe's interest to have a trade war. It is not in Europe's interest not to sell things to the UK, which is a very big market, and to have some sort of trade war. So I think some sort of compromise will be found. Not in the UK's interest, you would imagine, either, to have a trade war with the EU. Well, absolutely. No, you're, of course, absolutely right. Um, So I think that um, there's a lot at stake here. Um, not least the the uh, political stability of Northern Ireland. I don't think we're going to lapse into violence necessarily, but um, certainly when you don't have a speaker elected in Northern Ireland over this issue, some movement does need to, to happen, but there's a lack of trust on all sides, including, interestingly, between the DEP and the Conservative Party. OK, we'll leave it there. Peter Cardwell, former Special Advisor to James Brokenshire, uh, talk radio presenter and political editor. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News.